fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, hello, America. It's Friday. Buckle up. We've got a fantastic program lined up for you today. We're going to begin with the new enlightened Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Oh, oh, and the Eminem, you know, characters that you see maybe in the movie theater where they're, we're strapped to a missile. Oh, no. Uh, they're getting revamped. Um, a little more social justice, a little more awareness, a little more gender equality uh, from our M&M people. <laughs> it's a great way to start a Friday in America. All right, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. When it comes to companies that you do business with, what is it that keeps you coming back for more? Is it good prices, great customer service, reliability, or a combination of all of those things? What pisses you off about companies? Well, if they don't do any of those things or they get some of them wrong, uh, but more importantly, when they just slap me across the face as they're taking my money. Oh, by the way, you're a bum. We hate everything about you. Oh, thank you. May I continue to pay you for next month's service as well? Patriot Mobile does the exact opposite. They are loyal to your principles and you, and they put their money where their mouth is. They take a lot of their profits. I mean, to the point where I'm like, how, how is this board even doing this? And they are doubling down on the First Amendment, Second Amendment, fighting the good fight, pro-life, and they give you great cell service at about half the cost. What are you thinking? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation. Offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Oh, golly. It's Friday. Hi, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Oh, my gosh. I am fantastic. Fantastic. Are you? Oh, I am. Mm. You know, this should be concerning anybody who listens to this broadcast because I am more clear than I have been in probably at least 10 years. Uh, and I am more optimistic than I've possibly ever been in my life. Oh, that's terrible. That news. is terrible. News. <laughs> Whenever you're optimistic, it means hell for the rest of us. Yeah, it means something mm. is coming that's yes. really bad. Mm -hmm. But I am telling you. I see the path to victory and restoration. It's unbelievably clear to me right now. Do we get to hear this path today? Oh, yes. You're going to hear it today. Okay. Yeah, you're going to hear it. I'm going to, in hour number two. Okay. Hour number two, I'm going to start laying the path out for you. Tell a friend. If you have somebody right. who's like really down, go, hey, you might want to tune into the Glenn Beck program because... Uh, this one I think is going to be good. <laughs> um, okay. So let me just give you some some really good news. The swimsuit edition uh, mm. from Sports Illustrated. Stu, when you think of that, what do you think of? Think of a lot of things, Glenn. Uh, you There's do. many things right. over the years I've thought What of. would be some of the things that, you know, Neanderthal men might think? Oh, you're talking about those people? Those oh, people, Oh, they yeah. might be attracted to the women inside wearing basically no clothing. In fact, many of the swimsuit pictures didn't feature swimsuits. 
uh, which really? was weird because really? it just seemed like they were just topless on a beach. Oh, my gosh. So this is the kind of Neanderthal thinking that we, thank we God, hate. Are, we hate. We are so far mm-hmm. away from that. Thank you. Because we agree with uh, SI um, that their swimsuit edition has always been a launch pad for progress for all women. And when I saw those pictures, you know, some dirtbags would cut those pictures out and they'd, you know, put them on their locker or whatever. I always thought this is a launch pad for the empowerment of all women. That's what you. Th- that's, of course, that's not what you thought. No, that's what I thought. Yeah. I just was making sure you I know, also I believe th- the right thing. I know. I thought I was alone. Okay. But mm-hmm. now I know that's what Sports Illustrated, that's what they intended the whole time. The launch, launch pad, pad for, for progress, progress for, for all, all women. women. Right. So now they're going a step further. Now you can only advertise if you have taken the step with them in this journey, uh, mm. they are saying now the only advertisers that will pay with change. So, in other words, if you are a company that has already embraced gender equity, advertise because they want you to advertise. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't proven yourself to be a company that has already had you know, you built your business as a launch pad for progress for all women. Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't done that yet, you can't advertise. So right. if I want to put an ad for my cookie butter company. No, you're not a change maker. to the ass cheeks no. in the. Yeah, no, I you, can't. You got to be a change maker sponsor. Got it. OK, mm-hmm. so uh, if you're a change maker. Uh, and uh, and you are part of or excited that some of your money is going to go to the Sports Illustrated Gender Equity Fund. You got to advertise. Now I'm try. I have to tell you, I called our advertising department mm-hmm. and I said, I know, I know how you all feel about gender fluidity and right. everything. We okay. are champions of that. Uh, yes, for sure. And I said. Can we get our ads into Sports Illustrated? And specifically the swimsuit edition. Mm-hmm. Because I think I think this is going to make Sports Illustrated and particularly that particular edition into something remarkably big <laughs> oh yeah i think this is going to turbo people love it They're, they love it it's now, like i remember when playboy made that important decision to not have nudity in their magazine and it really just ro- it was a rocket ship to the moon after that <laughs> yeah I, no it really now you said it sounds to me like you are saying not so well they may have reversed the decision in approximately two months okay so but <laughs> let me ask you this let me ask you this Will Sports Illustrated finally um, embrace Alex uh, Alindo? Who? Uh, Alex Alind- 
Don't pretend you don't no, I'm, know. I'm playing the role of okay. the Neanderthal audience. Oh, okay. Okay. That doesn't All understand right. who okay. Alex Alindo oh, that's is. That's right. I, I forgot. Know. We're talking to a lot of conservative yeah. Neanderthals. They're all out there. They're all conservative. So, They're driving around trucks. They're farming. <laughs> I don't know what these people do, but you got to talk down to them. Oh, Glenn. those farmers. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Aren't you glad that Carhartt just stuck it to those people this week? <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, so she is the world's first. Osto, uh, Ostimate porn star. She sure is, Glenn. And uh, and so, I mean, I thought an Ostimate porn star is really where Sports Illustrated should go. Because her whole thing is, hey, you have to include everybody in porno films. <laughs> and she said, because she's had an ostomy, that she is even sexier than ever. Go ahead, ask. Please, please ask. I had to look it up. Please. I don't ask. think I want to ask. I know there's a question. There's a question I want to ask. Ask it. Please ask. I, it. I don't want to ask it. I, 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 it took me about three minutes because of the circle that Google has become. <laughs> okay, so she's the first ostimate. All right. What is uh, a porn star? What is an ostimate porn star? Good. That's what I asked. Mm-hmm. Google gave me the answer. Someone who's had an ostomy. Okay, well, that, that does not help at all. Exactly right. Okay, okay. Exactly so right. So what, what is an ostomy? Colostomy. Anybody who has had an ostomy has had a hole put in them and a tube for the elimination okay. of waste. So okay. she's the first why porn would that, shark. Hmm? Why would that? It makes her, she said, it makes her sexier than ever. She's the first porn star with a bag of pee and poop next to her. Which mm. I think is so sexy. Yeah. Well, you're enlightened. Uh, These yeah, conservatives I mean, that listen to the show probably don't correct, even think that. Correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, SI, if you really are a launch power, thank you, a launch pad to empower the progress of women, I want some Ostomate uh, models. Ostomate swimsuit models. Yes. Yes. And I think it needs to be, I think we need to stand on this. I will not buy the Sports Illustrated anything, mm-hmm. nor will I contribute to their their feminist empowerment fund sham until I have a copy of Sports Illustrated with an ostimate model in a swimsuit. And I want to see the bag of crap on the beach because that's inclusive. We should reveal, too, that. Uh, you know, you want people to stand up for this cause. This is what you had in mind when you were putting together the theme song for this year. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Give me that. Give me, give it to me, sir. Give me the stand up. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And and originally the lyrics were stand up for ostomate porn stars, but we wound up changing it. It was too, well, it was, it was a little clunky and oddly too specific Mm -hmm. because there are so many other things to stand up for. Like, may I? Mars Incorporated, the, I'm quoting, the company behind the colorful candy-coated chocolates, Mm. announced yesterday a global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive. Now, I immediately think, where is the Eminem character that has a colostomy bag 
There's none. As there far is as I know. none. None. Not one. Do you know how that porn star feels every time she sees those little M&Ms? Hungry. The brown one oh. should be an ostomate. And that too. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) the global commitment to creating a world where everyone feels they belong and society is inclusive as part of their new mission to increase the sense of belonging for 10 million people around the world by 2025. 10 million. Why only 10 million? 10 million, that's, I mean, if you were making M&M's, 10 million seems like kind of a small kind of target, doesn't it? Is it that the entire Ostomate population, potentially? Uh, it could be, could okay. be, mm-hmm. could be. Thank you, Stu, I, for being so open-minded and hey, Glenn, a real thinker. I'm an ally. Thank you. Okay, an Osta ally. Sense of belonging for 10 million people around the world by 2025 is their goal, and their M&M characters, who serve as mascots of sorts for the brand, will now be receiving fresh new looks. For instance, the green M&M, previously seen in ads posing seductively and strutting her stuff in white go-go boots, will now sport a pair of sneakers. Wow. The description for the candy company on the M&M's website said she enjoys being a hyper woman for my friends. A hyper woman? A hyper woman for my friends. I am a little offended, quite honestly, um, because she's just, she's, could we call her what she is? And that is a menstruator. Thank you. This, okay. These weird terms, these like weird women. women. Yeah, That's it a, is. I don't, I don't even, even know what, that, what that is. I don't know what that is, quite honestly. Uh, Eminem went on to say, I think we all win when we see more women in leading roles. <laughs> and that's why the green Eminem said, quote, I'm happy to take on the part of a supportive friend when they succeed. Isn't that great? Uh, another character, the brown M&M, the one I'm thinking that needs to have the colostomy bag, um, described her motto as not bossy, just the boss. Ugh. So M&M Mars has said that there is an updated tone of voice that is more inclusive, welcoming and unifying while remaining rooted in our signature jester wit and humor, end quote. Now, I don't know about you, but with all of the issues that people, so-called people, say that they're dealing with every day, I think the inclusivity of, of each color of the M&M <laughs> is the thing that we should be talking about. Yes. And the more these companies can do this, the more I just want to buy their product. Oh, yeah. No, this is because a lot of times the left says CEOs don't do anything and they don't deserve their their money. Yeah, no, that are you kidding me? I mean, so mm-hmm. now we have the global vice president of M&M's talking about the individual diverse characteristics Correct. of the M&M. 
First real this time a, they've redesigned these guys since 1941. They are a little out of date, Stu. This is a literally a, pro, a product that is at every store in America two feet from a cash register. Yeah. And it's chocolate. You right. don't have to do anything in that job. Right. All you have to do is make sure the things get delivered. Correct. That is it. Correct. You don't have to sell them. You correct. don't have to have you commercials. Lied to us you the don't whole have time. to make they them do melt in your hand. Okay. They and they do. do melt in your they hand. They do melt in your hand. So you've already lied to us. All you have to do is just keep making them. Shovel the chocolate into our mouths. That's right. That's all That's you it. have to do. That's it. But this goes to the Great Reset. Sports Illustrated totally says they're only going to accept advertisers who have the S in their ESG. I'm going to give you two other stories that I'll blow your mind. Right out of this book, though. I mean, it's not in the book because it hadn't happened yet. But the Sports Illustrated thing is right out of the book. Directly out of the book. It's yep. exactly what the book explains is going to happen. Yep. And it's and it's here, gang. It is here. If you haven't gotten the book, get it. Please download the Kindle version now. It's I mean, this thing is so rare. There might be some individual bookstores that have the book. Call your local bookstore to see if they have it, but probably not. So, sold out everywhere. Um, and I can't wait to tell you what we're doing about that. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. I think you're going to love it. Um, uh, so get the book now. You can uh, you can order it or uh, or get the Kindle book now. But it is a must read. Go to glensnewbook.com uh, and get the Kindle book. Do it now. So you lock the doors of your house when you leave. You go to work in the morning, right? How about when you get out of your car? Do you lock it? Do you keep your wallet in your pocket? Or do you just, where did I put my wallet? Oh, yeah, I left it on the counter of the movie theater. I'll just go get it later. There's a pattern here. You don't do things. So you, you, you make sure that things that are important uh, are locked up. Most of us don't lock up our most important stuff, and that is our digits, our information. No one can prevent all identity theft. Nobody can monitor all transactions at all businesses. However, LifeLock has been in the business since the 1990s, and they have now teamed up with Norton, which is all the software um, updates that keep your software and your computer safe. These are the best in the business. If they catch something, they alert you right away, and they have a team of specialists to help clean it up with you. Join now. Lock your stuff up. Put the wallet maybe into your pocket. 25% 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK, and you'll save 25%. Lifelock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK. 10-second station ID. <laughs> so, the New York Times... The twelfth most important newspaper and and read twelfth uh, most read newspaper in America. We should we should point out hmm? that is based on our uh, algorithm. Yes, it is. We 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 have a yeah. uh, 
Well, we base it in the the actual stats. Sa- well, the sales, the sales are, are, are of, of an important element. And stuff, yeah. yeah, and that's an important element. And, but and we fall really back on to that. That's what makes this well the twelfth most. We want to identify the free will anyway? <laughs> All right, <laughs> the twelfth most read newspaper in America, mm. uh, the New York Times, has has finally done it. Finally mm. done it. They have uh, written an article. It is out today referring to women as menstruators. They do not mention women at all. They refer to women in the entire thing as menstruators. And the article says new menstruators, that would be young girls, I guess, uh, often turn to a parent for products and advice. But now parents can hand over more than just a disposable pad. Um, the average menstruator will use thousands of tampons in their lifetime. So it's it's a really exciting day in America uh, because we finally banished the word woman, women or girls. Uh, and we're finally being inclusive enough and counting all of those what used to be known as men, sexist, than menstruate um, because they're everywhere everywhere we have fully gone crackers this is like uh, we've gone no 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 no. we haven't gone over the edge there's about 30 percent of this country that has gone completely bat crap crazy is it even that high i wonder i don't i i'm I'm thinking that it. You're right. That it's maybe 15 percent or 10 percent. Like if you if you did a poll, I've never seen a poll like this. But should should we refer to people to, as women or menstruators? I can't imagine it's more than five percent of the population wow. that thinks menstruator is the right choice. Okay. Well, am I wrong? You're the person that is against birthing person. Yes. Chest feeding. Yes. Pregnant person. Yes. Or my favorite, vagina owner. Yes. I'm definitely against that. One. <laughs> I want to know if somebody has a sex change and they take the vagina out. Could I buy that so I can claim I think you can lease to own. I can lease to own? Okay, good. Rough Rough Greens is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, Anthony wrote it said, I have a 12-year-old dog and I got Rough Greens. She's starting to slow down. The menstruator is uh, and not easy to eat as regularly as she did when she was younger. Every time I feed her in the morning and uh, night now, I put rough greens on her food and she instantly eats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anthony, thank you for writing in. Thanks for taking good care of your dog. Uh, and uh, and thanks for calling and getting some Rough Greens. Folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love this. They have a special deal for you. They're going to give you the first bag free. They're going to give you a little sample bag so your dog can try it out. Make sure that they like it and you're not out anything. Except you have to pay for shipping, but you're not paying for the bag. Uh, and then if your dog loves it as much as Uno does my dog or Anthony's dog, you, you order the bag and start feeding. And you're going to see a huge difference in your dog. You really will. Go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back, 833-GLEN33. Head to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code the Great Reset will save you 15 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Your phone call, 888-727-BEZK, coming up in just a second. An exciting program that you don't want to miss a second. You miss a minute, you're going to miss a lot today. Uh, let me just spend a couple of seconds on Carhartt. 
um, first of all, there's let me let me start with Starbucks. We all know who Starbucks is. It's a Seattle company. Okay, um, they've invented their own language. I just give me a large cup of coffee, please. Oh, I'm sorry, you're a Neanderthal. All right, whatever. So we know we know who Starbucks is. Starbucks was putting in a mandatory vaccine uh, mandate along with the Biden administration. Uh, and they were going to carry through it this week. They announced, you know, with with Omicron and everything that's going on, we don't need that. We're not going to do it. That's stunning to me because that's a a fairly political company that is not engaging in politics. They're just like, it doesn't make sense now. And they're right. I mean, Europe is opening up and saying it's over. It is soon to be over here in America, at least the really worst phases of it. We keep our fingers crossed. God only knows anything can happen. But we look to be at the end of this. So these companies are doubling down now. These ones that want their ESG score and want to be in with the Biden administration. Uh, And so they're doubling down. Carhartt comes out this week and says, by the way, we're going with the Biden mandate. Excuse me? What? Now, I would expect that from a place like Starbucks. Okay, got it. When I buy my coffee, I know who I'm buying my coffee from. Right. You know? And, you know, they it's their company. They, they can do whatever they want. This is part of their... Yep, got it. Their persona got is it. to be this left-wing company. Correct. Carhartt, <laughs> however, is sold in the best Western wear uh, stores. I buy uh, I buy Carhartt literally where I buy uh, stuff for the ranch, like uh, uh, my my kibble for the sheep. If I'm out, I'll go down to the the corral, the Western Corral. Oh, and I, you know what? I need another pair of Carhartt pants. Okay, the, where are you? If you live in Los Angeles, New York, San Francisco, and you're wearing Carhartt, is you don't belong. Okay. They, they serve the working person. They serve the center of the country. That's who their, their people are. So this week, people have been coming up, up in arms about Carhartt. I mean, I saw people that were burning their Carhartt stuff and say, because the one thing that we do know about people who are in red states and conservatives, loyalty, loyalty is very important. Don't betray me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They will. Conservatives. I know I'm this way. If you just respect me, you don't even have to agree with me. If you just don't slap me across the face and go, I think you're an important human being, too. I don't agree with you, but we want your business. I'm loyal to you. I'm loyal to you. We're so starved for anybody who says, hey, we appreciate your values, too. May not be ours all the time, but we appreciate your values. Carhartt has just by default, I think, fallen into this category where the people who buy it are generally conservative. I think this is really not good for Carhartt. Um, Doesn't sound like a good idea. Does not sound like a good idea. Um, You know, at this point, a year ago, maybe, maybe. Today, with what's going on and the pandemic looking over all around the world, or at least the Western world, um, that's not smart. Yeah, you know, like as someone who does have an ideology that 
indicates the government in particular should not be forcing people to do things uh, with their own medical treatment. I like a company that's going to come out and say, absolutely not. I don't care what you say. We're not complying. We're not doing this. I like that. Right? I do too. But I can understand there's not everyone likes that. Correct. Right. Why couldn't a company just say, we will abide by the laws of the area where our factories are correct if you are if you happen to operate a store in new york right now no one can come in unless you have a vaccine mandate in theory whether whether they actually well the good thing is carhartt i'm sure does not have any kind of store in new york except upstate new york probably in in the city at least you know it's it's like this so like you don't have uh, i can understand a company being like look i am i i am not making legislation here correct what i'm doing is i'm trying to obey the law i don't like the taxes we pay either and i pay those yes so i'm, I'm obeying the law yeah to take a stance like this when the supreme court just said you didn't have to yeah just said it was unconstitutional for them to even attempt it it's an amazing stance it's taking it's saying to the people buying your product that, you know, we're so, going to slap you kind of across the face here. I'm a solutions guy. You are. I am a solutions guy. Okay. So everything that's going on, I started saying this to you before I even knew what it meant. Because uh, I was a, it was a prompt for me. Uh, it, I just, it just came out one day. And usually when those happen, I know where that comes from. And it didn't come from me. 15 years ago, I said, you're going to have to spit yourself out of the system. And for years, people have been like, what does that mean? I don't know. Just spit yourself out of the system. <laughs> you know I, you know what I mean, right? I mean, we all know what I, I didn't know. I had no idea. No idea. Just knew that that was going to be a solution. I know what it means now. It means Patriot Mobile. It means uh, you don't like Carhartt. Have you heard of the com- company called American Giant? American Giant is this company that we featured just recently. Why Why was it this came up? They did something. Uh, oh, what was it? They, they did something where they were focusing on America. And they were like, look, I don't care how you voted, but we're America. This is America, you know? And so we, we asked the CEO to come in, and shockingly, he did. Uh, and he's, you know, he's from San Francisco. Um, I don't know how he votes. I just know him now. And he is the most pro-America guy I know. This company was started because, do you remember um, Champion Sportswear? Oh, yeah. It's okay, It's still, still around, still isn't around. it? still around. Oh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so Champion. But I've tried to buy sweatshirts and because I got to the place to where, mm, really, I'm just going to wear sweatpants because I'm so fat. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's, a, it's an important decision I, in a man's life. You know, but I, but yeah. I, I got, you know, I was like, no, but those are fashion. You know, that's a fashion statement. It's a, just, no, no, it's athleisure. Yeah, it's, it's athleisure. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So I went out and I tried to look for a pair of sweats like Champion used to be. Okay. They were fantastic. They were American classics. Well, I didn't know this, but they don't, we don't make them anymore. I mean, Champion may still be around, but it's not the same. Well, of course not. They're made in China and everywhere else. That was an American staple. And there's a special needle and everything else that was, was used to make that kind of a sweatshirt. And they lasted forever. So this guy, American Giant, he's doing the same thing I did years ago. He's looking for, and he's like, they don't, what do you mean you don't make them anymore? What do you mean? We don't, 
Nobody makes that? No, it was an exclusive American thing. All of it's being lost. So he decided, well, this is bullcrap. We're America, man. This is one of the best things we did. We made great t-shirts. We made great work clothes. We made great sweatshirts. So he started making them. It is now, I mean, if you, if you just look up best, world's best sweatshirt, I'll bet you you will find American Giant. It has been named the best sweatshirt made in the world from everybody. I have them. They're amazing. They're, it's like you buy one sweatshirt and your, uh, your daughter or your son will be wearing that 40 years down the road. That's the kind of America thing that we've lost. So Carhartt, hey, don't let the door hit you in the ass on your way out. I want you to go. I don't even know. Is it AmericanGiant.com? Can you look? Uh, yes, it is. Let's see. American-Giant.com. Okay. American-Giant.com. I think this company is amazing. They are reviving. All made in America. They're reviving and, and renewing. This skill was being lost. And they, I've talked to this guy a couple of times here recently, and he feels exactly the same way. He's like, what the hell is wrong with us? When did we stop being America? When did we say, oh, well, we can't make it like that anymore? Oh, well, that's, he's like, that, that's got to stop. And I don't care how you voted. That's got to stop. I love this company. Love this company. Carhartt, bye bye American slash giant. Dash. A dash. Giant. Dot com. Check it out. It'll be the last sweatshirt, sweatpants, whatever you'll ever buy. I don't think their business model is that great because you buy one and you, yeah, I mean, for two generations, you don't need to buy another one. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me go to uh, real estate agents I trust. This is my company. Uh, this is a company that I started with my brother about, I don't know, five, six years ago. And uh, we tested it and tested it. We ran the company before I ever told you about it. For over a year, the results are amazing. The customer service is off the charts. These are the people that will get your house sold or they'll tell you the truth like they did on my house uh, and uh, help you get it sold. And they can help you get into the right neighborhood, at the right price. These are the best practices out there in the real estate uh, agent world. Most of them listen to the show or fans of the show. They think like you. I, I want you to go, if you're selling or buying a house, whether it's across the street or across the country, realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. They don't work for me, and this is a free service to you. All we do is we monitor to make sure they are who they say they are. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service. Get the right one the first time. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is... The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I want to take your phone calls today. 888-727-BECK. We go to Heather in Minnesota. Hello, Heather. 
Hey, Glenn. Hi. You're on. Welcome. Okay. So here's the thing. You did all the deep research into Fauci, and you did that big special on it. And it's clear that trust is a big issue with you. I've heard that for many times over the years, and that you fight hard to retain the, the trust that you've rebuilt. The question I've got relates to why are you not really addressing anything related to the vaccines and the adverse events that we're seeing? We're talking, <laughs> I mean. Are you, are you literally I, just did a segment are, about the vaccine mandate and, and Carhartt okay. just two seconds ago? Okay, right. sorry, sorry. Well, I was on hold during that time. Oh, okay. So sorry, okay. okay. Yeah. Right, so yeah, I mean, I, I talk about bit. Fauci. I mean, I did no, I a, a, the biggest expose on Fauci that was ahead of everyone by months. I mean, we're the leader on the revealing Fauci and all of the secret deals that were going on. This is the problem, I think, you know, overall, Glenn, uh, just generally speaking, is like there's so many things happening at the same time. You've talked about this from back in the Fox days. We're yeah. like, we're overwhelming the system. You know, people are really passionate about this issue or this issue, this issue, this issue, or this issue. It's tough to keep up with all of them to the satisfaction of every single person yeah. who's so, passionate. So, Heather, what is the biggest, I mean, what is, was, uh, just finish your question, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's part of it, because I don't hear you talking about adverse events. It's not Fauci, it's adverse events, but two, I don't ever hear you talking about the 2020 election, and that is key. You talk about the Great Reset, those vaccines, they're not vaccines. Those gene therapies actually go so, Heather, to the heart of the issue. Heather, okay, so... And so, the 2020 election. All right, so let, me, so let me help you out on something. Um, <clears throat> how long have you listened to me? Uh, years and years. Okay, ever heard me quote Immanuel Kant? To be honest with you, no, I have. Okay, you maybe this and will I refresh your memory. Hang on, hang on. Maybe this will refresh your memory. There are many things that I believe that I shall never say, but I shall never say the things that I do not believe. My job every day is to look at every piece of the news and then decide which one gets onto the show and which one doesn't. It doesn't mean that I don't. Uh, I'm not watching it. Uh, I am watching multiple stories with multiple researchers that we have not we haven't even referenced yet also i want you to know i believe in action not just uh, uh not just sharing things but sharing things at a critical time with the people that actually are there i have met with the uh the red state ags now a couple of times specifically about this um, i have flown out to meet with them i have spoken to them individually and as a collective um, i am very very well aware of what's going on with the elections what happened and what is happening but there is only so much water this program can carry every day there's only a, a limited amount of space we do our best job and we are watching everything. And when times uh, dictate that it's time now to do this, we do it. And we make mistakes, but it's to the best of our ability. Seems like, too, if we're going to be talking about an election, maybe 2022 is the one to talk about. You know, the one well, that's to, coming soon. Yeah, except, I mean, the, the reason why I'm talking to the AGs is you, we have got red states. And I've said this over and over again. 
You must get on the phone with your attorney general. You must get on the phone with your local and state representatives. And you must take care of this at the state level. There are multiple states doing it. If you're not involved in your state, you need to be. And there have been a lot of really positive election reforms that have passed in states around the country. And by the way, there's also something else very positive. Republicans, for the first time, conservatives, are volunteering to be monitors. We haven't done that. You must be a monitor. And you can sign up. But you have to do that locally. I, I hope that answers your question. I, I hope that satisfies you. But we're all fighting for our lives here. All fighting for our lives. And we're making really great progress. This is the Glenn Back Program. couple of weeks i've been talking about the new book my new book called the great reset and people have asked me glenn solutions well a couple things 11 solutions are going to be on my show today on blaze tv um the uh, friday exclusive we're going to give you some of those solutions here coming up but be instead of telling you about a solution I have been presented with a pretty big problem in my own world, and I had it. Yesterday, I was in a meeting, and I'm like, this isn't good enough. I'm sorry. We're the United States of America. Think out of the box. And so I came up with something, and uh, I'm going to show you how you defeat a global monster. I'm going to show you and prove it to you. All you have to do is think differently. No. All you have to do is think like almost every American that came before you. We begin in 60 seconds. All righty. Have you seen the price of cars lately? If you could get one? Oh, that's going to be, that's great. Now, maybe you're looking at that and go, gee, the Cars are up an awful lot of money. I'll buy a used car. Well, used cars are up only 37%. How how are people doing it? How are people doing it? You have to repair your car. And if the parts aren't in, you could be using a rental car for a month. What are you going to do? Please take this worry off of your plate. Uh, Get CarShield. If your car is out of warranty, you can come up with a covered plan, what's covered, and you can help set the price, make sure that you can afford it every month, and it's like an insurance policy. You're going in, oh, your car has cancer? Don't worry about it. 
catastrophic failure is all covered. And they cover the rental car. They pay directly so you don't have to. Car Shield, they've saved me a buttload of money many times with my old trucks. CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10% right now. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. All right. Uh, so yesterday, if you missed yesterday's program, you missed a lot. Uh, yesterday, I uh, spent a lot of time talking about what the hell is wrong with us? Who are we? I, I know I'm not alone. And I think we are repeating a time in my life that I remember vividly. I was in my late teens and uh, Jimmy Carter was president and Ronald Reagan uh, was running. This is 1980. I couldn't vote yet. But I watched it and I, I know what America felt like because my grandparents were working class people. My grandfather was a shop steward, a union guy, a Democrat that worked at Boeing. And I remember all the job layoffs and everything else that was going on at Boeing. And everyone I knew lived paycheck to paycheck. My dad had a small business. We were a bakery. We didn't employ anyone um, in the late 70s at all. I mean, you used to have other people. The whole family, all of us kids had to work. I was working there when I was, you know, seven or eight. Um, and making a whole 50 cents an hour. But uh, we that's just the way it was. And I remember our downtown going down, and everything was changing. The mall had just come in, and America was fundamentally different from my, you know, eight-year-old memories to my 16-year-old memories. It had lost something. And it was changing and everyone was afraid and everyone was talking America down. And, and I remember my parents and my grandparents saying, this generation, what is going on? This isn't us. I remember that. That's where we are right now. Except I think we're so far away from remembering that this country is all about us. It's not about a government. It's, it's not about a group of people. It's about the individual and what they can do. Government, as Reagan said, is the problem, not the solution. We used to have faith in big corporations. Uh, and, you know, most conservatives were not afraid of corporations. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't trust these corporations at all. At all. In fact, I believe they're in cahoots, and I know they are. I just wrote a book called The Great Reset, that exposes all of it. They are in public-private partnerships with governments and elites all around the world. And it is a hostile takeover, and they are doing everything they can to convince you that you are powerless. You're powerless to make your own decision about how you treat your own body with COVID. You are powerless to decide, can you stay open and be safe or not? You're powerless to decide what you do with family members you have to be told don't go to christmas don't do it reject those family members you're being told right now that you are not smart enough to be the parent of your own child they are questioning why you even need to know what they're teaching your child 
This is the 1970s on steroids. And it's all going bad. It's all going south quickly. And we are beginning to accept our store shelves are empty. We're beginning to accept I can't get that because of some sort of a a breakdown in the supply chain. Yesterday, I really hit my breaking point. The Great Reset is all about how they are uh, how they are cornering you and trying to make you feel like you can't do anything. So they have ultimate control over you through banking and big business and government. It has hit a nerve. This book is the best selling book in America. It is number one on uh, the Wall Street Journal. Number one, USA Today, uh, number one, Book Scan, and number 12, New York Times. <laughs> okay. It should tell you everything you need to know. All right. Here's the problem. I told you before we launched this book, please get it because of the supply chain. But now that I'm in it, I keep hearing people around me going, this is a good problem to have. And I'm like, how? How is this a good problem to have? Well, you've sold everything out. Yeah. So why, again, is that a good problem to have? Well, you're not sitting around with books. Yeah, okay, that's a different problem. This problem is I need this message to get out. I can't you. There's no way for me to wait for three months before I bring it up again. Oh, by the way, order the book. And then, I mean, we're already, I am told, already sold out of the second printing, which means now the third printing will be in spring. That that's it's this is not reasonable. This is not reasonable. And it's not about money. It is about the message. This has connected. And people need this information. So I have a couple of choices. I could just make the book free and give it away and just publish it online. Okay, good. Except it took us a year and a half of work a lot of research and time and uh you know i'm a capitalist as well and we should point out that if you do want a digital copy of it it is available the kindle version is there so you can get the information but you can't get the actual book and a lot of people want to read the actual book exactly right the other part of that is a capitalism two or b is the reason why I'm not standing on the Kindle book, I'm standing on Kindle. Get the Kindle book now because you need the information, but you have to have it in written form for all kinds of reasons. Well, they've pulled books off Kindle before. Correct. We've talked to the authors. Correct. The okay. books disappeared out of people's libraries. So I'm in a meeting yesterday, and I mentioned this yesterday on the radio program, something like this. And I'm in a meeting, and everybody's like, well, Glenn, our contracts, and we have this, and this person has exclusive rights to this, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... I'm sorry. Am I in America even anymore? We can't. They cannot fulfill what they're supposed to do. Well, it's a supply chain. Bullcrap. It's the supply chain. Yes, those are some of the problems. But I don't I don't believe in no. 
I just don't until you've tried everything. And so I started thinking yesterday, and here's what I'm going to do, because the secret of the Great Reset to beat it, you must go local. Okay. I keep telling you, we have to strengthen our local businesses. We have to strengthen our local banks, our local stores. You can't just keep giving things to Amazon or you'll have one choice and then you will be beholden to that one choice. So I'm talking to the people who are, you know, actual publisher, the people that are printing millions of books. And those things are scheduled. Those printing presses are running 24 seven. Okay, they're scheduled tightly and you well, you got to go with one of the big presses. You got to do that. I said in the meeting yesterday, why? Well, because it's all coordinated and you've got standards and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh I think local people at smaller print shops can understand those standards. Why do I have to run a a print of 500,000 with one press when I could do 10 at 5,000 or 50,000? Why couldn't I do 100 at 5,000? 100 printings at 5,000. 100 printing presses and 100 business. Hmm. Well, coordination would be, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Really? I mean, we went to the moon (laughs) with less technology than we have on our phones today. You're telling me that we can't come up with a way to do this? So here's what I want to do. I want to print this thing unlike anything has ever been printed probably since Tinsdale. He was the guy who was burned at the stake for, you know, printing the, the, the Bible page by page with hundreds of printers. Here's what I want to do. If your print shop can print a book at the same quality, I want to hire you. And I think we have to put a standard in of maybe 5,000. You have to be able to produce 5,000 and you have to hit our standards and, and everything else. But I want to hire local printing presses to be able to print because, quite honestly, the printing press is kind of important in American history. If we lose the ability in our own towns and we can only get messages out to each other by going through one of three giant printing companies, we're screwed as a nation if you ever want to remain free. So I want to empower the local people. I want to pay you to print the book. Here, if you are a printer, I want you to write to um, the email address print at glenbeck.com. Print at glenbeck.com. Tell me everything about you. Tell me how many books you think you can print. We'll get you all of the metrics and the standards and everything else. Tell us how much you'll charge and how long it will take you to print X number of books. You tell us what you can do. It's going to be a difficult situation. We're going to have to really work together to get it done. The other one I want to do is local bookstores. I have nothing against Amazon. I appreciate Amazon. We, we have sold uh, pro- over 100,000 books just now in the first, what, week uh, at, through Amazon. And I appreciate it. 
uh, and I have nothing against Amazon. And I, if they were allowing you to buy it at Amazon, I would say, great, <laughs> go to Amazon. But they took the buy button away. You can only get the digital copy because the print is going to be so far into the future that they don't feel comfortable having so many books you know yeah, uh, and people complaining that their book hasn't arrived and it's been months and correct, all those problems correct. That pop up so i want local bookstores if you have a local bookstore and you want some of these books that we're going to print locally i want to empower you as well in fact I may not even say that you have to be a bookstore. If you have a, a shop someplace and you think you can sell these books, uh, I would I would be open to hearing about, hey, I got a pizza parlor and I, I know a lot of people that will buy this book <laughs> yeah. at our pizza parlor. I don't care. We'll give it's, it away with each pepperoni. Yeah, Every, it each is large pepperoni. You get a copy of The Great Reset. Correct. It doesn't. It's not about the money for us, and it is not about uh, uh, any kind of book list. We got it. I'm number 12 on the New York Times list. <laughs> number one on every other list by a large margin. We know the game that is being played by the elites. I'm not going to play it anymore. And the way to defeat the Great Reset is to strengthen ourselves locally. While everyone is getting the bailout money, I'd like to send you some of my money so you can do what America has always done, and that is do a kick-ass job. Get it done and do things that everyone else says you can't do. Is anybody in on this with me? never been done it's insane to try but that's why i really want to do it the email address bookstore at glenbeck.com and print at glenbeck.com i want to put my money to work in your neighborhood send us now we'll get back to you as soon as we can all right uh let me tell you about legacy box legacy box is uh is a company that i really really love um that will preserve all of the memories that you have i was up with uh up with my mom and dad uh, my wife's mom and dad um recently and i was with my dad we were going through some stuff and and he had this huge box with all of these pictures and everything else and we were just up there because my wife's uh, brother uh, passed away recently and and so we were looking through pictures and i had not seen any of these pictures and he's like yeah we just we have to organize them and everything else i said dad can i take these home please i'm going to put them in a legacy box and i want to ship them off and and he's like your 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 mother will kill me and i'm like dad it's safe it's safe. You're going to get the originals back. Um, and Legacy Box, that's what they do. They know how important those memories are, but they make them so you can you can access them on your phone. You know, Grandma plays an awful lot of Candy Crush. You know, she can sit there and just look at pictures and she'll love that. Legacy Box 
Kick in the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Take advantage of the exclusive discount right now at LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Join me on this. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So a lot of people look at this stuff that's going on and say there's one response, which is go out to the polls, contact your Congress people, do that thing over and over and over again that we've tried so many times and been disappointed with the results. So mm. if you're not going to do that, I mean, that's part of it still, as you mentioned, it's still look, part of it. But there, what do you do? There are there in the book, we outline a whole bunch of things. The last chapter are solutions. And uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I am really sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being kicked in the teeth. I'm sick and tired of just putting up with it. I'm sick and tired of, of my kids learning that this is what America is, that this is how we behave, that this is how you do business, that you just let people tell you what you can and cannot do. And then you just accept it. No, no, no more. And so I, uh, you know, one of the solutions in the book is you got to get away from these big banks. Well, I would like to start a list of all of the local banks. Somebody should do this in the banking industry because it's not, it's not my gig. It's your gig. You should get together with all of the local banks and make a list that people can go to on a website. And they're the list of the banks that say we will not issue ESG scores and we keep our money here locally. So it's easy for people then to take their money out of places like City or or American Bank of America, which are doing the ESG scores and put your money to work locally. Why am I giving my money to Bank of America so they can, I don't even know, give it to big companies to buy more stock? I'd rather give it to the businessman who's struggling to keep his doors open that I might believe in. This is George Bailey. This is It's a Wonderful Life. That's how you beat Mr. Potter. So what are we waiting for? Let's do it. The Glenn Back Program. Mark wrote to me, he said, Glenn, I've had knee pain for at least 15 years, but I started taking Relief Factor and my pain has disappeared. It works so well. I had my wife try it. She's a, a mail carrier. Mail carrier. Uh, unless that's what you call somebody who is carrying a child that may have been decided that they were. They chose their own sex. I think that's horrible mail carry. Anyway, uh, she, he said she has uh, pain in her knees as well. Her knee pain has virtually disappeared now as well. This stuff actually works. I know. It's, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Relief factor. Th- try the three-week quick start. It was developed for you for 1995. It was developed for the skeptic, honestly. Somebody who's like, I, I don't know if this is going to work. You take it as directed for three weeks. If you see results, continue to take it. If you see nothing in three weeks, it's probably not going to work for you. 70% of the people go on to order again and again and again. Because this stuff does work, it's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Or call 800-4-RELIEF. 
feel the difference. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code right now, The Great Reset. You'll save 15 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. The very unofficial, never even paid for, haven't even talked to the company about a sponsorship. This hour, sponsored by Hank's. Hank's Diet Root Beer. <laughs> Hank's in many different flavors. Some of them diet, some of them not. Uh, a local brew from Philadelphia yeah, Philly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what you should be buying uh, for your root beer and your soda. And it's so good, too. Go to Hank's. Dot com. Can you look it up real quick? Yeah, I have no idea. We well, just drink a- it here, and it's really good. And uh, they're official, unofficial sponsor of the Glenbeck program, <laughs> whether they like it or not. <laughs> HanksBeverages.net is the place to go. That's so convenient. HanksBeverages.net. Hank, you got to change that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> HanksBeverages.net rolls off the tongue. Uh, anyway, uh, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a sponsor of this hour's program, uh, but one that maybe um, they will go, what the hell is happening? <laughs> uh, American Giant. Want to say, go to hell, Carhartt. American Giant. Bringing the American <laughs> values that never wear out into clothing. American Giant. Their clothing also never wears out. I, I, I just want to start doing business with local people, and uh, I want to start doing business. With, you know, everybody that we advertise on this program, I know them all personally. And most of them, and uh, I mean, it's, it's an amazing thing. Uh, if, if, we were con- if we weren't conservative, there would be a business book about what has happened to the clients of this show. Because so many have started with five people. And an idea, and they're like, this is our last dollar. I'm like, don't worry. Don't worry. I believe in your product. We'll be fine. And they've gone on to sell for, you know, a billion dollars or their publicly traded companies and everything else. And then once they're publicly traded, then, you know, the board of directors comes in and they're like, we can't have you advertising on a conservative show. (laughs) Um, But uh, I love our sponsors. I love our sponsors. And... um, we have to strengthen our communities. Let me see. Let's go to uh, let's go to Corey on line four in Virginia. Hello, Corey. Hi, Glenn. You've been talking about the struggle with uh, different book formats for your new book, The Great Reset. Yes. I was wondering if or when an audio book version of it will be coming in. <laughs> so I am trying to uh, I've scheduled uh, tomorrow to begin recording. I was going to do it last week, but if. If you can tell, I don't know if people can tell. I have really, um, I have problems with my vocal cords. They can go into paralysis and they do about every couple of years. And then I'm gone for a month. Um, And I'm having a problem with my vocal cords right now. I don't know if you can hear the scratchiness in it. So it's going to take me about 30 hours to record. So I'm just trying to push it off a little bit. But as soon as I feel my vocal cords can handle the, the weight, I am, I'm reading the book. Well, thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Thank you, Corey. Bud in Washington. Hello, Bud. Good morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you, sir. I just want to say, I want to say that reaching out to local businesses to sell this book is the first step I've heard that I can do something with. It's very powerful. 
I'm a very big believer that when the big box stores come, especially to the small community, they might create a few jobs, but they're taking away full businesses and the American dream from our neighbors. And if there's anything in the world as free people we can do on the left or the right, it is to go around these giant corporations and put the power and the money back in our communities. If we want that power back, we just quit using those. I'm going to gather up and talk to everybody I know in my community and see if I can't get some people to sell these books. Uh, and I'm certainly going to buy one as soon as I get home. God bless you. Thank you very much. But do you, do you own a small business? I do. What do you do? I teach truck drivers, Glenn, and I teach people that are immigrants that are coming from different countries, and they get their CDL through me. A lot of them go right out and buy a couple of trucks. They can go right to work hauling freight, making better than a family wage. Oh, yeah. I know several of them that now have fleets of trucks, but the fuel's going up so much, and the giant trucking companies are hauling it for so cheap, it's getting harder and harder, and the regulations are piling up. If we can get around those big companies, even the people that I'm training, especially the immigrants that are coming here, it's, it's going to help us all get free and more powerful. Bud, you are exactly right. And that you've pretty much summed up the last chapter of the book of The Great Reset. Uh, and, you know, when I was talking to my staff yesterday and I'm like, we're going gorilla. We just break it up. Break it up. I mean, you, you can't stop something if if it's if it's duplicated everywhere. I mean, we're just we're just divvy up all of the work instead of doing it at one place. And let's go local. And as I'm talking about it, I'm like, this is the great reset. This, I, how, how did we not think of this in the first place? This is the solution that we present in the book. And we can demonstrate it now to people. We can get you involved and get you making money, your community making money by printing these and selling them in local bookstores um, and, and bypassing all of the, the other. Um, that's what has to happen. And not just for the book, but for everything. Right now, do you know that there are about 600 different products in your, in your grocery store? Okay. Minimum of about 600 different products and different you know, lines. Do you know those 600 products? All those grocery store shelves. Though, all of those different brands. Everything that's in there. They're pretty much owned by 12 companies. Did you know that? We walk in and we think we have such variety. And we do. But they gobble everything up. And so we are beholden to 12 companies. So when there's a food chain uh, breakdown, it's because one of the 12 companies. The reason why your meat is so expensive is because we have let the butchers only come from four companies and these four companies they'll never convince me they're not colluding i mean maybe they have psychics at work so they know exactly what the other people are doing but they have their own agenda they are making money hand over fist while our local ranchers are dying so what's the solution well, we could go and vote for somebody in Washington and make sure that they, they break up this monopoly. Or we can just start our own butcher, local butcher places. So I, I don't have to ship my cow in Idaho to Denver and sell it in Denver. 
I can I can have the butcher there in my own local market, butcher it, and I can sell it to the grocery store or to the butcher shop. Why are we doing this? The one thing we should be learning from COVID that nobody is talking about. Uh, we get too much stuff from China, don't you think? Uh, gosh, all of our drugs? By the way, it was very nice that Nancy Pelosi and and uh, the president have have are buying up and giving away all these N95 masks. I hope you know how they work because all of the directions are in Chinese. Made by the Chinese. What the hell is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? You know what's wrong with us? Nothing. Nothing. We've just been docile. We've just looked for someone else to tell us what the right thing to do is. That's not America. That's the rest of the world. We are the people that we say this is the right thing to do. We've stopped believing that we can that we even that we even know the difference between right and wrong. We're letting someone else tell us. Yeah, see that guy who's wearing the uh, bikini swimsuit on the swim team that seems to have a lot of junk where women don't have junk and he's huge, muscular. Yeah, that's a dude. We're not saying that. We're not saying that. We all know it. We all know that our girls are being hurt. They can physically be hurt if it's a physical sport, but they also... Hey, girl, give up on your dreams. See that dude? He's built differently than you. Oh, no, that's not true. Oh, that's not true. He can menstruate. No, he can't. You're a racist. No, I'm not. You don't even understand what racism is. Because you're telling me I should judge people based on the color of their skin. That is racism. Period. You can get all of your scholarly think tanks and professors together and you can make up all kinds of new words and definitions. You are full of bullcrap. Sorry. That's what we need to start saying. I don't say that with malice. I'm not saying that to make a make somebody feel bad. I'm just telling you, that's the truth. And I'm not going to live in America anymore because it's not America. This is not America. Kids, if you happen to be listening to me and you're with your parents right now, I want you to really listen. And it may not mean anything to you now, but it will when you get older. And I want you to remember that you were with your parent when you heard it. And your parent looked at you and said, that's exactly right. This is not America. What you're living in is some sort of funhouse distorted mirror of America. This doesn't reflect any reality of who we were and who we are. And most importantly, who you will become. The one who decides that is you. No matter who tells you, no matter how many times people tell you, oh, well, you can't do that. You're not smart enough. You're not rich enough. You're not 
You're too privileged or you're not privileged enough. Oh, these people are standing in your way. So I've got to vote for that person. And then when we get Washington and we get the White House and the Congress, then we're going to, we'll get them and we'll change it back. Those are all lies. All lies. You want to change something? Just believe in yourself. Just believe in the power of of you just believe in the power of freedom just believe in the power of decency and goodness you know what capitalism is capitalism is you getting up in the morning and going i got a great idea you know i really hate doing this because it's such a pain in the ass i just came up with a way so i don't have to do it or it's a much easier thing to do or it's just a much better way of doing it That's capitalism, you having an idea. And then the job of the government is to protect your idea, to make sure it remains your idea and isn't given to Google because they have more money and bigger attorneys. You're 15 years old. You had an idea. It's your idea. No matter who they can hire, no matter how much they have. That's America. That's the job of the government. Make sure Russia, China doesn't come in and take all of our stuff. I don't want a war. I just don't want people stealing my stuff, and that includes my right. That's the job of the government. The other job, make sure your idea remains your idea. The rest of it is up to you and the rest of the community. And as soon, mark my words, you'll remember this someday. As soon as this country decides, and it's only going to take about 20%. As soon as this country decides, get the hell out of my way. I am so tired of the excuses. As soon as 20% of this country decides, America will magically reappear and we will write our greatest chapter yet. And you are going to be the author. Sponsor this half hour, Tuttle Twins. If your kids need to understand what capitalism is, what freedom is, what liberty is, how how the big business and big government will lead to chains and slavery road to serfdom, then you need the Tuttle Twins books and you need to start reading these to uh, your kids when they're very, very young. Now, if you have teenagers like I do, you can get this stuff for young adults. But I'm telling you, I wish I I wish I would have had these when my kids were, you know, I'm reading to them every night, you know, as they get their jammies on and brush your teeth. These concepts will not be given through osmosis. These concepts must be taught. They are deep truths about the country we live in, our values, our history, and what it means to freedom of all mankind. This is not a rah-rah book. This is truth, but it written in a way with the Tuttle Twins where they have adventures and they discover it and the kids love it. Big discount going on right now, 35% discount off of all of their books, plus the activity workbooks at no additional cost. You are responsible for the next generation. 
teach them. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Keep your kids sane, safe, and prosperous in an incredibly crazy world. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. By the way, you need to know what the truth is. And uh, I did a, um, a podcast that is available today. It'll be available on my Saturday podcast with the uh, commissioner of the FCC. And because I know enough about uh, 5G and technology enough to be dangerously wrong. But this 5G problem is just smells to high heaven as bullcrap and quite honestly it empowers china and huawei and puts america way behind something's really wrong with this argument on 5g uh and and the white house saying hey don't implement 5g airplanes will fall out of the sky bullcrap it's bullcrap and i went to several experts but the podcast is with the the chairman of the fcc to talk about it what's the truth on 5g you have to know it to be empowered this is the glenn back program Welcome to Friday. I have I have somebody in studio that wants to thank you, who just said to me a second ago, your audience has pulled off a miracle. This is something that we haven't even talked about for probably a year, uh, and it all revolves around the election. You are responsible for some dramatic discoveries that are now just being released. I will share all of them in 60 seconds. Jody wrote in and said, Glenn, I'm so grateful to experience uh, relief from the majority of uh, my upper back and neck pain. Something that I can finally take that is non-prescription, doesn't make me drowsy, non-addictive. Uh, and I like the only side effects are positive ones. So thank you so much for sharing Relief Factor. Jody, I'm so glad you got your life back. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to order more month after month because it works. It, I honestly didn't think it would work. I'm like, come on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to take ibuprofen 800 too. That'll really knock the pain back. 
I really didn't think this worked, but my wife made me take it. And the reason why, I mean, the way she got me to take it was, I'm not going to listen to you ever whine about anything unless you try this as well. Okay. So I took it for three weeks. My pain started going away. Five weeks later, I'm still taking it. And I, uh, I think this, this is all in my head. It's, It's not working. Oh my gosh, I got off it and it all came back quickly. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com. I am so thrilled to have back into the studio Dr. Robert Epstein, uh, or Epstein who is uh, the senior researcher, uh, research psychologist um, that we have had on several times who looks at Google and YouTube and everything else on manipulation. And refresh us. The last time we talked, it was in the run-up to the election. Yes. And you needed a buttload of money. Yes. And you said, if we can do this, we can find out if this manipulation is happening. Correct. This audience was the one that stepped up. And I don't remember how much we raised, but you got enough money to do the research. Go ahead. Your your viewers, your listeners, your people, okay, (laughs) I don't know who these people are, but they're amazing. They are. Because they stepped up and they gave donations, more than 7,000 of them gave donations of between $1 and $300,000. Wow. And we got the money that we needed uh, to set up the largest um, tracking system to track big tech and see what they're showing real voters literally real voters we had a, a 1735 field agents in swing counties in the swing states and with their permission we were basically capturing what they saw on their screens we had a an equal mix of liberals conservatives moderates and we preserved a massive amount of information that is normally lost forever. 1.5 million ephemeral experiences. Which means it's it's fleeting. It happens and then it's gone forever. Gone forever. It's not yeah. stored. We preserved 1.5 million political ephemeral experiences in these swing counties, in these swing states, content going to real register. These are all registered voters whose identities we kept secret so that these companies never knew who they were. Correct. And over 3 million web pages, and we've spent the last year analyzing the data, but, and we found incredible bias, all that stuff, but also something truly amazing happened. And this is, uh, honestly, Glenn, I smile when I come in here because this is you and your people who did this. So it makes me so happy. Okay, literally no one else stepped up. Your people did this. This is amazing. On October 30th, right before the election in 2020, we were seeing such dramatic results, which I'd be happy to share, of course. Yes, please, yeah. That we decided, and we've never done this before, even though the election is, you know, not for a few days, we went public with some of our initial findings. And I shared them with my contact in Senator Cruz's office, And the next thing that happened was November 5th, two days after the election, three U.S. senators sent an extremely threatening letter, two-page letter to the CEO of Google 
saying, Epstein's work shows you did this and this and this and this and this, you know, and, you know, please explain this. How do you account for this? And guess what happened? What? Google backed down in Georgia. We had over a thousand field agents in Georgia. Google stayed out of Georgia completely. That is the first time ever anyone has gotten Holy a big Holy cow. Well, what this says is, what this says, this is a lesson here. It's a huge lesson for all of us. No laws or regulations are ever, ever going to constrain these companies. And, 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 and we don't even have leaders, by the way, who are right. capable of passing such right. law. Or even understanding yeah. the technology. Well, Cruz does. I mean, you know, there are a few people. Yeah, there are. Here but, and there. But not only that, even if they did pass laws, you can't keep up with tech. No, tech correct. is too fast. Mm -hmm. But you know what we learned from this process, thanks to you? We learned that monitoring systems, monitoring systems, tracking them, doing to them what they do, do to, to us. us and our kids 24 hours a day, tracking them gets them to back off. They have to back off because we're exposing them and we have massive amounts of data that they can't they can't deny so this is this is the solution to protecting our democracy protecting our kids protecting our own minds from manipulation by these tech companies today's google and tomorrow's google is we have to set up a large-scale permanent monitoring system that is self-sustaining and it's in all 50 u.s states it will monitor, it will track, and it will expose. So the key here is how do you keep it neutral? Because right. I don't care who's running Google or any right. of these tech companies. It could be all run by conservatives. I don't want them influencing people. Exactly. Oh, it has to be done right. It has to be done with, it has to be bipartisan, nonpartisans. There's got to be, you know, all that yeah. bureaucracy, which is you've got to make sure that this monitoring system is run fairly. I would personally would not trust the U.S. government to run it. I wouldn't either. So, uh, you know, because then whoever's in power would control the monitoring. Correct. So you want something that is neutral. There, there are such organizations out there, believe it or not. I mean, you know, uh, there aren't that many, but there are some. <laughs> and this has to be. I know you. Well, this has to be neutral. It has to be, you know. And okay, so so let's go through some of this. Sure. Um, by the way, you can get a report. He's offering something really great. If you go to mygoogleresearch.com, you're going to find all of the research you've updated just for this audience, uh, and you'll be able to see all of it. And and what do you get? We we will send you a digital copy of this book, which I just gave you, which yeah. is um, which is my congressional testimony from 2019. But I just updated it. In fact, that is dated yesterday january 20th and i updated it with all our new findings from the presidential election 2020 from the georgia elections uh, and some of our latest research we've done breakthrough research in the past year that that eclipses everything we've ever done before we have at this moment in time 12 scientific papers under review and four that are in press so i mean we have all kinds of new discoveries all right, we're going to go through what you learned um, and the, the most impressive one way or another uh, stats that you can give us coming up in uh, one minute. Let me take a one minute break, tell you about LifeLock and then back into the uh, program. So what are you doing today to make sure your information is safe on the Internet? Boy, I'm sitting here with a guy who 
knows all about this stuff. Cybercrime is not going away. As as he just said, you, you can't make laws. You can't pass it. it it's too rapid. It's constantly changing. Nobody's going to be able to stop cybercrime entirely. Nobody. It's just not going to happen. But you need a few things on your side. And one thing that can help you uh, when it comes to identity threats is LifeLock. LifeLock can help you keep yours, yours, with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. They do the things that I don't even want to learn. I, I mean, I, okay, whatever. Just please, can you help me out? And if something is spotted, if some of your information's out on the dark web or whatever, they have a restoration team that specializes in cleaning that up. That's, I think, where the rubber meets the road. It's uh, LifeLock, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and save 25% now. 1-800-LIFELOCK, 10 seconds, station ID. The senior research psychologist at the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. He's also the former editor-in-chief of Psychology Today magazine, a Ph.D. of Harvard University, 15 books on artificial intelligence, yada, yada, yada. The guy's resume is quite amazing. Dr. Robert Epstein is uh, with us now. And um, did I say that right? Is it Epstein, Epstein? I keep getting it wrong. Uh, I say Epstein. You just think, well, I think, just it, think Einstein it, with Einstein. an F. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So tell me what you learned. Okay. Uh, there's two kinds of things that we've learned over the past, especially over the past year and a half. I've been doing all this stuff now for over nine years, but last year and a half has just been a windfall. So in 2020, in the presidential election, the days leading up to the presidential election, we found, as we found in previous elections, considerable liberal bias, and I am a liberal, mm -hmm. a considerable, considerable liberal bias on Google search results, uh, possibly sufficient to have shifted more than 6 million votes with no one knowing that it was being done, and except for our monitoring, with no paper trail for authorities to trace because no, it's all ephemeral. Stuff. So how did, how would 6 million people have their minds changed? What did you see? Because if you go back in time, at some point in time, 20% or more of voters are undecided. And depending on the election, in fact, the, the, that percentage can be much higher. But if you assume 20% a few months before, and if you assume that Google is is stacking the deck on those search results, people trust what's higher. And Google knows that. And if they put content that's higher, that favors one candidate, say Joe Biden, and that makes another candidate look terrible, like Donald Trump, people, the undecided people, those are influenced by that. That's what our experiments show. You can shift up to 80% of undecided voters after just one search if you have biased search results. Because people trust that high-ranking stuff. By the way, we even know why now people have that trust. Because about 86% of the searches that people do online are for simple facts. What is the capital mm -hmm. of Texas? I, mean, I should know that because I'm in Texas right now. Austin. Austin, thank you. Uh, I was there yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the point is that most of what people search for is for simple facts. And where does, does the answer turn up? always at the top. 
So over and over again, we're like rats in a Skinner box. We're being trained. Uh. What's at the top is best. What's at the top is truer. We've done experiments to prove this, by the way. And so if you are a company like Google and you have a strong political bias, whether it's conscious or unconscious, it doesn't matter. If you put algorithms out there that boost one candidate or boost one cause, that has no effect on the people with extreme views. You know, people are committed to one position or another, but it has an enormous effect on people who are undecided, uncommitted, really trying to make up their minds. They trust what Google shows them at the top of that list. I just did a podcast yesterday with the FCC commissioner, um, and we were talking about um, AI and search results and everything else, and how frightening this is when these companies have so much knowledge about you as an individual Mm -hmm. there comes a time and i think we might be there where you don't know if you have free will you don't know if you made that decision or you were kind of pushed and moved gently slowly into that decision oh i know (laughs) i know because i've been doing experiments on this for for over nine years i know for sure because it's not just search results that that's a big one but search suggestions that are flashed at you as yes. you start to type a search term. I can prove it to you if you have a phone here. You are being you manipulated from the very first character that you type into the search bar on Google. Okay. He has got his phone open. You got, are you t- at Google.com? I'm about to go to Google.com right Because I, I will prove it to you. Okay. Yeah. So these search suggestions that they're flashing at you, Correct. those aren't to help you. Those are to manipulate you. We've shown in experiments just by fiddling around with search suggestions, we can turn among undecided voters a 50-50 split into nearly a 90-10 split just by manipulating search suggestions and no one has the slightest idea that they're being manipulated. Good heavens. All right. Well, what does he do? Are you there? Yeah, I'm at Google. Insert. You're at the search box? I am. Type the letter A. A. All right, I've got uh, Amazon. Ooh, amazing. Academy Sports and Outdoors, mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh, let's stop right there. <laughs> what, well, what? that's the most, sur- I mean, that's what people are looking for when it has an A. Yeah, but, oh, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But That's what people will think. Well, as it happens, though, call it a coincidence that uh, Amazon happens to be Google's largest advertiser, and Google is the largest single source of traffic to Amazon that there is. It's a business relationship, and if you don't believe me, go to G. Just type just a G. Erase the A, type a G. All right, I've got uh, Google Translate, Google, Gmail. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? What a, what a shocker. What that tells you is if you're going to start a company, make sure the name does not begin with G. <laughs> I will or say, a. too, how many people are going to Google.com to search for the word Google? I feel like it's a li- there's a limited amount of people who would go to Google.com to search for Google. Yeah, if you know <laughs> you're, at, you're Google at Google already. Right. What do you mean? Right. Okay, but it's not just the search suggestions. It's those answer boxes now that they show yes. you all the time. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we, we have incredible new research just on the answer boxes the answer box alone it stops people from looking down at the search results they literally don't go down there it's so funny because it does the opposite to me (laughs) it really does i i've these these answer boxes will come up and i'll be like well who the hell are you to tell you know what i mean and i go back down and i'm i'm searching 
You do this for a living, though. Yeah, I but mean, I do I, it for a living. The average yeah. person, I don't think, reacts that way. No, people are, are lazy and people are trusting, especially of, of Google. You know, it's such a cool name. It's got to be good. And you know so what? Weird. The answer box alone can produce a 38% shift in the opinions and thinking of, of people who are undecided. And not just on, on, on election issues, but on anything. So take that a step further. Now is where it gets, it gets scary. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm already a little oh, no, 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 unnerved. No, no, no. I've, hardly, right. I've hardly got going here. <laughs> okay. Because, take that a step further. Giving sounded, me, excuse me, but he sounded a little like Vicini there, didn't he? <laughs> For the Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't even begun. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Yeah. I've seen it 10 times with my yeah, kids. Anyway, so answers. It gives you an answer, right? Now, we call this new effect the answer bot effect. Because what else gives you just the answer? Well, your phone, your 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 iPad, your any these 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 devices that are called personal assistants. All of these personal assistants, like Amazon's Alexa, mm -hmm. like the Google Home device, which they mm -hmm. try to have you put in every single room in your house. Mm -hmm. These are answer bots, and when you ask a question, it only gives you one answer. And now we have shown in controlled experiments that with one single question and answer sequence, we can produce more than a 40% shift in the voting preferences of a group of undecided voters. And if we give them the same kind of biased answer over and over again, we can produce over a 65% shift in the voting preferences of undecided voters. And none of this... If it wasn't for your research and, you know, this audience raising the money to be able to track it, none of this would have been provable. Correct. It's just a theory. It all would have been theory. So how do they do that without leaving a trail? The algorithm has to be, no, uh, no. is it's a pri priority? Uh, I mean, uh, pri um, proprietary, proprietary, but it's, uh, the algorithm is worthless. You can't use the algorithm to go back in time and, and find out what ephemeral stuff they were showing you or your kids. It's impossible. And, and they know that. And that is why a, there was a leak from of Google emails to the Wall Street I Journal. That. And one of the, the emails said, it's, it's one Google Googler talking to other Googlers, and it said, how can we use ephemeral experiences to mm -hmm. change people's views about Trump's travel ban? They know this. They know that ephemeral experiences, except for what I do, cannot be tracked. More in just a second. You want the full report on what, you know, you want to talk about a rigged election, as we got another one coming. It, just go to mygoogleresearch.com. Mygoogleresearch.com. You get a free PDF of the, uh, of, the, uh, the, of the booklet, Google's Triple Threat to Democracy, Our Children, and Our Minds. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, if you have Bitcoin, did anybody notice what happened to Bitcoin last night? Uh, took a bath uh, and is back down under 40,000 uh, a coin. The United States Treasury, I mean, we outlined this in the book. United States Treasury is now talking about doing their own Bitcoin, their own banking through the Federal Reserve. This is horrible, horrible. Um, and, uh, and the way around it is to make sure that cryptocurrency exists. 
but if that doesn't exist, what do you have? May I suggest you should put your money in many different things. One of those would be precious metals. Gold, when the world goes insane, and it does about every 80 years or so, um, it, we violate all of these universal principles. When we come back to our senses, we reset, and it's always reset, usually on gold. This week, Goldline is offering a unique special combining my two favorite assets. When you buy 20 of their historic $5 Indian coins, you will receive a five-pack of Goldline's coveted silver maple flex bars at no cost. Do it now. Call them. Get the research. Find out if it's right for you and your family. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. It's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code the Great Reset to save 15 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Robert Epstein is the uh, senior research psychologist, behavioral research at the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. Normally, I don't like people like this. I, I mean, I find them fascinating. But uh, I mean, you're really coming from the line of Edward Bernays in a way, aren't you? Um, maybe. I maybe. mean, I'm trying to understand. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And he was, I mean, I put him in a different category, mm. but I mean, it's the kind of same family tree where you're trying, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil. Sure. Uh, he used it for all marketing and how do I manipulate people? You're doing the opposite. Right. I need to understand behavioral research and understand how people are being manipulated Correct. without knowing it. Um, we were just off, off air and we talked about Google and I want to get back to the election here for a second. But I mentioned YouTube. That you can go right now to YouTube and search YouTube, Glenn Beck, The Great Reset, nothing, nothing. I've got probably a hundred videos on it, okay? Uh, and it just doesn't show up. And you said, oh, let me tell you about YouTube. <laughs> so what do I not know? Well, there's two things you don't know. Okay, first of all, because uh, this is stuff we're we're, we're publishing soon so we haven't published it yet but uh it's 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 in this new booklet that i gave you but first of all we've done controlled experiments we have a youtube simulator it's exactly like youtube we're using all youtube content youtube videos youtube titles everything comes from youtube except we control youtube our Correct. simulator we control it right so here's one thing that we found out we found out that since we control the up next algorithm and the order mm -hmm. in which those those uh, mm -hmm. you know videos are listed, uh, we can mess with people's minds so easily, and they have absolutely no idea that there's that we're we're controlling you know. And it turns out that seventy percent of the videos now that people watch on YouTube around the world are determined by the up next algorithm. 70% and Google has total control over that. And when we mess Jeez. with that in our research, we produce shifts, 40, 50, even over 60% opinions and voting preferences. And that's with random assignment to one candidate or the other, meaning people have no clue. They have no so idea. What was promised to us in this new world of AI and technology is um, that it will get to know you and it will give you what you are specifically tailored for, what you want. Mm. That's not 
the deliverer. Uh, not at all. It's, well, they create the impression of that, but that's not what they're doing. Now, for example, let's take let's go back to the 2020 election because we captured this time YouTube sequences, mm-hmm. not just search results and a bunch of other things, but we captured YouTube sequences. 93% of the videos that were being suggested by the Up Next algorithm on YouTube to liberals, to conservatives, and to moderates came from strongly liberally biased news sources. 93%. Those weren't going just to liberals. They were going to moderates, and they were going at an even slightly higher rate to conservatives. Why would they do that? Because they're arrogant. <laughs> because they, they know there are no laws, no regulations. They know they can do anything they want. And by the way, all that stuff is ephemeral, remember? Yeah. In other words, normally nobody ever knows. It is so funny because I, I personally think the algorithm with me just breaks down. I don't think they know what to do with, with me. The up next, I'm never interested in any of those things. I don't use YouTube, I think, like most people do, where they just, oh, I'll watch that one, I'll watch that one, I'll watch that one, because it's never anything I'm looking for. You know what I mean? It's like they're trying to brainwash me the other way or something. You know, it's weird. Yeah, but you're sitting in that chair because you are not representative. of. I know, I know, I know, (laughs) I know. know. So we have to think about... Oh, I know. The large group out there. And when we and we use large groups in our experiments, and believe me, we have no trouble shifting people any direction we want to shift them, and they have no clue. So you you have really studied artificial intelligence, and you are, I mean, you've written books on it, and you're an expert on that. Um, I am really very concerned about the next five to eight years, just with the progress of AI before it even gets to AGI, right? Um, everything in our world is about to change. Mm-hmm. It would you would agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Okay, in profound ways that the average person can't even imagine at this point. Correct. What is that going to actually mean? Because I, I, I've just four o'clock this morning. I'm, I'm an email chain between somebody, and we're going back and forth about the ethical questions that no one is asking right now mm-hmm. about AI. And it's just all being decided by the experts. And we're just expected to go along with it. And they'll take us along with their algorithms and everything else. What's coming? And is anybody really fighting it? Well, Stephen Hawking thought that AI was going to end humanity. So right. uh, he actually said, I think it was, the end of the human race as we know it, because he believed in the singularity of the mm. merging of man and machine. Uh, but he he was envisioning something scary happening, though. <laughs> I thought that was scary enough. But oh, what, okay. what are you? How are you interpreting it? <laughs> well, it's pretty scary. Anyhow, the point is that we are asleep at the wheel. Uh, let's go back in time. 1961, Eisenhower's last speech, a couple days before Kennedy. And, you know, everyone knows he warned about the rise of the military-industrial complex, blah, blah, blah. But go back and actually look at that speech. Uh He is also warning about the rise of a technological elite that will control public policy without people knowing. Yep. And guess what? (laughs) I I think that is, I've read that so many times Mm. recently in the last few years. I think... That is the most important speech 
and most honest and brave speeches a president honest. has given in probably a hundred years. Probably ever. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Because he was an insider. He was Correct. head of allied forces Correct. in World War II, for goodness sake. Correct. So, you know, I, when I'm, when I, I have a piece coming out that is called The Technological Elite Are Now in Control. I mean, that's, that's where we are now, but we're heading into much more dangerous territory because AI's machine learning, which we use, by the way, in our work, right. but machine learning is, is getting so sophisticated and people do not understand what's happening and they don't understand about these mechanisms that are being used to shift their thinking and especially the thinking of our kids. I have five kids, okay? I'm deeply concerned about you know what's what they're viewing and what they're hearing because of course they keep it to themselves mm -hmm. but i guarantee you that what they're viewing is all very strategically being controlled by a very very small number of tech companies okay so quickly tell me what a solution is to defeat this how do we i mean cuz regulation you just said can't keep up with it what 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 do you do there's two things. One is, which, and I did publish this in Bloomberg Business Week. It got admitted into the congressional record. There was a big fight at Business Week about whether they were actually going to publish it or not. But anyway, it, it made it. It's, it has seen the light. And that is, we make Google's index, which is the database they use to generate search results, we make it public. Uh, that's, that's the most valuable thing they really have. Everything. Exactly. That's the reason why Google has the best search results, because they have so much data. And if it's made public, we would have hundreds and then thousands of other search engines. They would all produce good results, but they would be, be reaching out to niche audiences, Lithuanians and conservatives and women and whatever <laughs> it is. And that would be just like the media environment. It's a very healthy, very competitive environment. In other words, search would become competitive again. And also, for the first time in 20 years, search would become innovative again because innovation competing against stopped. Google. Innovation stopped with Google. So there's solution one. There are some people in Congress. There are a couple of attorneys general who are interested in this. I, I, you know, there are people in, in, in the EU, in the European Parliament who are interested what in this. Is, is there any precedent for, for something like this? Because this seems really like... This is not going to cripple Google. Oh, not at all. They, right. they could still make a fortune. Correct. Yeah. It just allows for competition. It allows which they for competition. Hate. Oh, there's a there's a wonderful uh, precedent for this 1952 consent decree between AT and T and the U.S. government. They AT and T agreed to make all of its patents public, all of them, and it led to an explosion of innovation, an explosion of competition in the world of tech. That actually came from that uh, that agreement, that consent decree. It was called. And how did they get that done? Why would AT and T do that? Well, the government was threatening to do worse things to them. So, <laughs> okay, uh, right. you know. That, okay, so under threat, it happens. Under threat, it happens. But also, Google has made other companies has given other companies access at times to their index. So, so they've chosen to do it. They've chosen to do it. It's in their business practices. It could happen that way. But the other way to protect ourselves now and in the future from Google and the next Google and the Google after that is we have to set up large-scale, permanent, self-sustaining okay, so, monitoring systems. So I've got, you know, 60 seconds. Mm. Make the pitch because I know, <laughs> I know this costs money. And I know that this is the only audience that really has done anything yep. on this. What do you need to make sure that we 
we really have the goods in the midterm election. Okay, short term, long term. Short term, this is another election year. We need $2 million to do what we did in 2020, thanks to your, your people. We need that money. Small donations, you know, larger donations, whatever. We had donations from a dollar to $300,000, and we did it. We pulled it off. But long term, we have got to find $50 million to set up a permanent system in all 50 states that will monitor what these companies are showing potential voters, what they're showing to our children. That is extremely important. No one has so, the slightest idea. So when you have, let's just say for the first for $2 million for this, because you already threatened Google, not you, but senators threatened Google and said, here's the evidence, and you got them to get out of Georgia yes. uh, for the Georgia uh, election, do you, do you believe you'll have the clout if you have the $2 million to be able, will those senators and will Google listen again and say, you know, it's not worth it, just stay out of it? Well, because I've been talking to people in Congress, okay, if we have that money and we set up that system again, and we'll set it up throughout the country this time for the midterms, Okay, believe me, those people in Congress are going to get in touch with the CEO of Google again, and they're going to say, don't you dare. Okay, so how does how do people donate? Uh, they can go to mygoogleresearch.com. Okay, if you want to see what you have done, literally, you have paid for, um, go to mygoogleresearch.com, and you can download the PDF for free. It's Google's triple threat. This is really really game-changing important um, this is a serious way uh, to make sure that uh, our kids our democracy um, freedom remains uh, our own free will to choose and to th reason things out ourselves mygoogleresearch.com i can't recommend this highly enough uh, if you are looking for something to put your money in to do good this is a good investment. MyGoogleResearch.com. Doc, as always, good to see you. Glenn, you make me smile. Yeah, thank you. God bless. Let me tell you about uh, Tunnel to, Tower, uh, to Towers Foundation. This is a foundation that a group of people got together on 9-11, and they were there in New York, and they saw what was going on, and they saw 3,000 people lose their life, and the firefighters and everything else, and they're like, we have got to help these families. So they, they set up Tunnel to Towers. Now, they have expanded to military and police officers all over the country. Somebody who falls in the line of duty, somebody who leaves a family behind, somebody who goes and is, you know, critically injured uh, and they lose their legs or whatever uh, in war. This is the group of people that helps their family get on the feet, make sure their kids are going to college and have food on the table and are not suffering even more than just the loss of their mom or their dad. Um, and they also build houses for veterans and firefighters and first responders, nation's heroes. We take care of our own. We don't need anybody else to help us. For a donation of $11 a month at t2t.org, the number T, the number two, T.org. You can change lives. $11 a month now. T2T.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Stand up! 
Hey, I, I want to play a clip from The Simpsons uh, from 2007. It's uh, cut five, please. Are you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? Here we are, kids, the Grand Canyon. It's so old and boring. I want a new one, now! Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. The US government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. Tussle my hair, Mr. Hanks. Sure thing, son. <laughs> now, I'm pleased to tell you all about the new Grand Canyon. Coming this weekend, it's east of Shelbyville and south of Capital City. That's where Springfield is! It's nowhere near where anything is or ever was. This is Tom <laughs> Hanks saying, if you're going to pick a government to trust, why not this one? <laughs> okay, so that's 2007. Uh, could we please play cut three? If only we're brave enough. Brave enough to live through two of the most difficult years many of us can remember. Brave enough to pull ourselves up again and again. America is the home of the brave. It's why we keep getting up, no matter how many times we get knocked down. Like with our economy. It isn't all the way back, but it's getting stronger. We may be entering year three of a pandemic none of us wanted or expected, but we're moving. Restaurants have opened their doors. Shops and businesses are buzzing again all over the country. More jobs were created in 2021 than in any year in the last 80 years. We are stronger than we were a year ago today. From our toughest times, America has always built a brighter future. Yes, we are brave. Brave enough to see the light and be the light we need to rebuild this country. We are strong. We are courageous. We are resilient. We are America, land of the brave. Well, that's a great message. Paid for by the Biden inaugural committee. But the Simpsons have done it again. <laughs> We've lost all our credibility, so we're just renting Tom Hanks's this credibility. Is the Glenn Beck Program.